everyone. I'm Carrington Anderson. And I'm Laura Lee Harris. Welcome to the Chamber Beat Podcast. You can listen to this podcast on your favorite platform, so make sure to follow and subscribe to receive notifications when we release our weekly episode. We will inform our members of the inner workings of Capitol Hill with updates on legislation tracked by the Chamber. Also, we will hear from legislators and decision makers who serve to make Tennessee an even better state to live and do business. We're really excited to discuss the Transportation Modernization Act and just emphasize the Chamber's support for the proposal. Transportation and infrastructure have certainly been a buzzword this year. So first, we're going to have House Transportation Chair Dan Howe say a few words. In 1923, Governor Austin P. asked the Tennessee legislature to pass a two-cent gas tax. And at that time, the state of Tennessee had 244 miles of paved roads. Our state was basically a wilderness. It was way before TVA. Um, gravel roads, dirt roads. And that uh, two-cent gas tax today, when you balance it with uh, inflation, the equivalent of inflation equivalent today, is worth 35 cents. Our gas tax for Tennessee today is 26 cents. The diesel tax is 27 cents. So what we have is a funding system uh, over the past 100 years that has not kept up with inflation. And now, instead of 244 miles of paved roads, we have more than 96,000 miles of paved roads. We have about 1,200 miles of interstate. We have more than 20,000 bridges, and all of these require maintenance. They require um, upgrades from time to time, plus the fact that we have something called electric vehicles now that we didn't have back in 1923. They don't use gasoline, but they use our roads. Mm -hmm. So we're seeing a decrease in the gas tax revenue stream. This year over last year, the revenue stream is down just around $4 million. So what we're seeing is a declining revenue stream that has served the state well uh, for the last 75, 80 years. Uh, But we have a situation where if we don't do something, our revenue stream to maintain our roads and bridges and infrastructure in Tennessee is going to decline to the point that we're going to be in crisis. So I commend the governor for stepping up and saying, we're not going to kick this down the road anymore. We're going to step up, and it's going to be a maybe a hard pill to swallow, but it's going to be a good thing for the next generation and the next generation and the next generation because we're going to change the way we address infrastructure in the state of Tennessee. So that's how we got here, and that's why I'm carrying the bill. Thank you, Chairman Howell. And now we'll have Chair Lady Massey say a few words on the Transportation Modernization Act as well. Well, this is Becky Massey, Senator Massey from Knoxville, but I'm just really excited to be sponsoring and helping carry to passage uh, the Governor's Transportation Modernization Act of 2023. And one of the reasons is, is when you look at all the needs, the identified road projects in the state, there are $26 billion that TDOT has identified, but even TASSER has identified $34 billion. And we have a half a half a billion dollars a year from the road tax left over after we do the road uh, safety improvements and and the um, the repair work. We have a half a billion a year that we can use in road expansion projects. If you do the math, that will take a minimum of 52 years to get to all those projects. And that doesn't count all the new projects that are going to happen 
when we continue to grow as a state. Um, so you look at a young girl that's in that I had like that was my page for a day this past week, and who's a senior in high school. We wouldn't get those done until she was a senior citizen. That is unacceptable. We've got to do something. We need to do something to expand the funds we have available and the way we build roads. And I, I feel like that the governor and Commissioner Ely and the team has really looked hard and wide around the country to see what works. And I feel like that the, the bill that we have, the, the path going forward, is a very viable, conservative, fiscally responsible solution to help us get there. You know, one question I get is, you know, what is a choice lane? And, uh, you know, that basically the way I explain it is all roads that are free now, all lanes that are free now will stay free. But this choice lane, people will have the option of paying a little bit of money to, to drive in it and, uh, um, and get there faster, guaranteed 50 miles an hour in the choice lanes. Um, the free lanes get about 30% faster. But the easiest way to explain what a choice lane is, is if you know what TSA pre-check is when you fly, that's an option, or they can go through the free lines to go through security. Or if you go to Disney or some of these other amusement parks and get a fast pass, that's about the easiest way. You don't have to do it, but it's optional and it's available for folks. So it's exciting. You know, we're going to be leveraging dollars that the private Partners will invest in our urban areas, and then we'll be able to take that money to invest in the more rural areas or suburban areas. And I greatly appreciate all the chambers for endorsing this and their support of this going forward. Thank you, Chair Lady Massey. And now we'll have Commissioner Butch Ely and Chief Engineer Will Reed, who will discuss more details about the proposal. Hey everyone, we are here at the Tennessee Department of Transportation with Commissioner Butch Ely and Chief Engineer Will Reed. We're really excited to have them on today to talk about the Transportation Modernization Act, which the Chamber is in support of, and I'm excited to hear more details on the legislation as this is a major investment, proposed investment, in our our infrastructure in Tennessee, and excited to hear more about it. So thank you all for being here with us today. Hey, uh, thank you so much. I appreciate you having us uh, on on uh, this podcast, and we're excited about where we are now. We're uh, making our way through the legislative process, and uh, you know, some of you've heard me say that we are at a very critical juncture in Tennessee now when it comes to our transportation. And you know, when you think about, um, Laurie, the 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 responsibilities that uh, the state has, uh, transportation is one of those few services that really every single Tennessean uh, is impacted by really almost on a daily basis. And so we take that seriously. And uh, when the governor looked at kind of where we are with transportation now, and, and we've done congestion studies, we'll uh, and our team have done congestion studies, and you know we've got. If you're if you're around Nashville, um, you don't really have to be convinced that we've got issues that we need to contend with. 
and we got people backing up uh, in congested areas around around the city. And not just that, uh, we've got a lot of our interstates that need to be expanded that are part of the old original interstate system that were two lanes all around the state and uh, those need to be expanded and so we're embarking on a plan to try to uh, try to do something about that and so we are uh, we're excited about that we've got a lot of great things going on in the Nashville area for sure uh, but but that presents challenges, and so uh, we need to deal with it. And the governor could kind of kick the can down the road, but instead is saying, let's let's do something about it. And so that's what we're trying to do with this legislation. Will? Thank you, Commissioner, and thank you all for having us. Um, I'll echo what Commissioner talked about. You know, um, if you – we are so blessed in Tennessee to have all the growth that we have. With that comes, obviously, the challenges of the – the impact it has on our infrastructure and our transportation network, as he mentioned, is largely unchanged uh, in, a, in a major way since the uh, interstate system was originally built. So th- this is a time where, with this unprecedented growth, that uh, we have got to make investments in transportation to keep to keep the, the system where it needs to be operating efficiently such that we can attract the Ford Motor Companies of the world and, and people like that that have made this state so successful. So we appreciate the opportunity to talk to y'all and your members. You're a critical part of, of this being successful. So we just appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. Absolutely. Well, let's just get right into it. We want to hear about what is the Transportation Modernization Act? How is this going to work? Yeah. Well, I'll take the first shot and then uh, let we'll add to that. So so really, it's it's three major components. I already said a little bit about in that uh, we know that we've got uh, highly congested areas throughout the state. Our congestion studies show we've got hot spots and bottlenecks from Memphis all the way through the state. And so uh, the governor wanted to be able to do something about that, but also not invest every dollar just in those areas. And so it's very important that we spread the dollars that we have throughout the state and we hit not just the urban areas but also the rural areas as as we alluded to and so uh so there's really three major components uh one is and now i'll let will kind of expound on that but one is the authority to do public private partnerships which we're one of the few a uh, few states that does not have that ability and the only state in the in the southeast that does not. Um, and then secondly, uh, we're looking at alternative delivery, being able to get our job done faster. And, and uh, right now it takes us 15 years to deliver our average project in Tennessee, which is, is way too long. And then the third area has to do with electric vehicles. Uh, we know that our current system of gas tax is uh, unsustainable in the long term because we've got our cars that are uh, uh, more efficient, uh, and, and we're also getting much more gas. Uh, I mean, much more EV vehicles, and so uh, so we're looking to really create parity between our electric vehicles and our gas vehicles uh, in the long term, doing that over time to be able to get get that uh, on parity. And so uh, those are the three major components. Will, you want to add to that? 
Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of a lot of what gets uh, airtime, if you will, or discussion with the with this proposal, obviously, is the investment with infrastructure. But the commissioner alluded to the delivery methods that are also included in this, and that's very important because it's not just it's not just about the dollars that are going into the program. It's about us having the tools that we need to be able to put those dollars on the street quicker. Another piece of that is really um, giving us the ability uh, to to for innovation to really come into the equation here such that we can maximize the throughput on the facilities that we already have. If you look at what we're doing on I-24 with the 24 in motion uh, technology that we're, we're implementing there on that corridor, that's one of the things that you're going to see us uh, leverage much more around the state as we go forward because this state is is growing at the rate that in, we, we can't possibly build our way out of congestion. We've got to use strategies like alternative delivery to take advantage of time. We've got to use uh, innovation in, in terms of technology that can help us move vehicles, talk to vehicles, give information to drivers. So we're excited about the opportunity this presents for us to take Tennessee, frankly, to another level uh, that's working together along with how you think these relationships will impact the success of the project. Thank you. Uh, well, it, it really is an effort of working together. I mean, uh, the business community has really come uh, full forward behind this in a way that has uh, been very critical, uh, as, as we have discussed with our General Assembly. You know, um, when, when you think about uh, moving freight in our corridors of commerce around the state, um, we are truly multimodal and depend on everything uh, that we can do to be able to move Tennesseans and move product and freight through Tennessee. And so um, that partnership that we have with business on every level has been absolutely critical and crucial in uh, being able to actually get to the point where we are in Tennessee to, to even be having this discussion. And so, uh, so we, we appreciate the partnership that we have. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll say that to the commissioner's point, it's one of the reasons why we are where we are and so blessed to be in Tennessee. But I would say in order to be able to deliver, on this vision that that Commissioner Ely and the governor have for transportation in Tennessee, it is going to be critical that uh, government ent entities like ourselves leverage the private sector, whether it be the contracting community or the consultant community or the business community, to be able to deliver on such an investment. I have no doubt that we're going to be able to do it, but that partnership is going to be as critical as it's ever been between between private businesses and government to be able to make this happen. And I, again, I think we have a history in Tennessee of being able to do that very well. And I, I see that this will be no different. Very good. Well, we're really thankful for all the work that you all have done to engage stakeholders and um, to include us in conversations. And we look forward to spreading the message and supporting it in any way we can. But um, will you tell us about how this initiative will be funded? I know that's probably going to be a big question among our membership. Yeah. Well, so uh, a couple of different ways. I mean, num number one is uh, last year, uh, as you may remember, the governor proposed for the first time that we've done so. Uh, putting general fund dollars into TDOT. And we, we funded a, a number of uh, additional projects last year to expedite the IMPROVE Act that was passed back in 2017. And so, so we've got a governor that understands 
the significant impact of infrastructure and how it feeds into our economy and, and uh, business in Tennessee. Um, but uh, so this year, uh, because of the uh, continual surpluses that we have, uh, he has put an unprecedented $3 billion, three, and then an additional $300 million that would go directly to our counties through the state aid program uh, through TDOT. So $3.3 billion of additional um, revenue that we are investing in jump-starting, if you will, uh, the efforts to try to get these programs off the ground. And so the $3 billion will be used uh, to kind of be the uh, the seed dollars in getting these projects started in the public-private partnerships that I mentioned a while ago. Um, we, as, as soon as uh, this bill passes and we proceed, I mean, uh, Will and his team will do the deep dive on determining how we proceed from there, which projects are the most optimum use throughout the throughout the state, and then we'll utilize that. And then, and then the way that's funded long term is when we enter into these public-private partnerships. Uh, those public-private partnership um, groups will will take the risk, the long-term revenue risk of financing these projects. And uh, so we'll be able to actually do and, and leverage those dollars into actually spending and getting so much more accomplished throughout the state. Will? Yeah, so I'll just point out, too, that the the $3.3 billion that the commissioner is talking about, that's in addition to our normal gas tax dollars that come into our department. So this is over and above what our normal program is. And I think um, it's important for your members as well as the public at large to understand that you know, being a, uh, as good in as good a shape fiscally as we are, we're one of only six states in the nation that's no debt. Everything that we, all of our pavements, all of our bridges are paid for. We don't pay anything in debt service because we don't borrow money. Uh, being a fiscal in a very good fiscal position as a state is what is allowing Tennessee to be able to make investments in its own infrastructure and not be solely dependent on a uh, highway trust fund from Washington that that frankly is is insolvent and can't fund can't even fund itself anymore. So that's you know I think that's a testament to what fiscal responsibility can do when you when you run a state the way that the state of Tennessee has been run. I think that this is our last question, and again, just really appreciate all of you and your team's hard work, and just want to know how will Tennesseans and the business community benefit from the passage of the Transportation Modernization Act, and touched on it a little bit, but any final comments? Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll jump jump on first, and then uh, then Will can add to it, but uh, you know, we're, we're, we're setting up here uh, in... Um, the top floor of the James K. Polk building looking out uh, across um, Nashville at the Loop downtown right now. And um, it's pretty much stopped out there. Uh, you can see that. The, and so uh, the way I think people will benefit is being able to uh, get around much better. And um, what we are looking for through these choice lanes is being able to manage these lanes in a way that we can guarantee being able to get people uh, to a to a certain place in a certain time and um, so that's that's a huge advantage and then the other thing that uh, has been kind of overlooked in part of this conversation is also 
uh, the benefit to public transit as a part of this process in that our our public buses, uh, transit buses, will be able to get also into these lanes and uh, have more reliability to be able to get to where they're going. And we've seen in other states how that increases ridership. And so uh, really it, it benefits everybody. You know, transportation is, is uh, connecting people. Uh, transportation is giving people access, whether it's to education, to health care, to their jobs. People depend on it every day. And so uh, I, think, I think everybody in Tennessee will benefit from being able to see these come about. Will? Yeah, so um, Tennesseans, we, we, we are able to connect with a lot of them every day because you folks probably drove on one of our roads to get here, drove across some of our bridges. So our ability to impact commerce in the state of Tennessee is very real every day. And the, the, the safer we can make that system, the more reliable we can make that system, uh, it's gonna, that's going to trickle down into growth in, in private businesses as well as just enriching people's lives, whether it means get, getting to a soccer game on time, getting to a doctor's appointment, or an emergency vehicle being able to get to a call. So that, that's, what's, um, that's what's important to us is being able to take what is already a very good system in Tennessee and be able to apply this investment to make it best, uh, better for all Tennesseans. That's well said. Yeah, very good. Well, thank you all so much for being here with us. And I think what we need to reiterate more is that there's no new taxes associated with this, no tax increase. And that's the best part about it. And again, we thank you all for all of your hard work. I know that many people will never see or know how much hard work has gone into this, but we do and we appreciate it. Hey, thank you guys. No tax and no, no debt as well. I mean, so, you know, this, this is totally be a choice. And so thank you all for having us. We appreciate being able to be with you today. Thank you very much. Of course. Thank you. Again, we're really excited to support this proposal and acknowledge and appreciate all the leadership and hard work that has gone into it.